welcome back. It's been um, a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've not heard from us for a bit, but we've had exams. Life. Had life. <laughs> we've had everything being thrown at us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're back. And that even connects into our episode today. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to do a quick prayer before we get into the episode. Yeah. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God, we just want to thank you for bringing us here today, for allowing us to record, um, for giving us the physical health to be able to continue this, to be consistent and to provide a platform to speak about you to other people. Um, we just want to pray that as we go into today's episode, um, you lead us and our listeners um, into a place where they can clearly hear your voice and continue to guide them. Um, and lead them throughout life and to help us navigate safely and allow us to trust in you um, and put your future allow you to put your future in our hands in jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. so yeah today's episode uh we decided to talk about just life <laughs> in mm. our 20s <laughs> um yeah particularly like our purpose in life and feeling mm. lost in our 20s because yeah. that is definitely a big thing I feel like everyone yeah. I speak to just feels confused about yeah. what to do yeah. I, I feel like it's such a universal experience personally mm. I feel like um for me anyway like finishing uni moving back home coming back to mm. London then obviously starting a nine-to-five job it's so weird. I just feel like you're just thrown into, I guess, the deep, the deep end. end. You're trying to find yeah. a way to build a career now. And mm-hmm. it's almost as if, like, the fun and games are over. Like, <laughs> as in, they said, it's time for life. Yeah. Like. It's time to work. Like, yeah. it's just a bit, <laughs> it's just a bit mad. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just thought it would be a good topic to discuss today. Yeah. Um. Definitely. And just touching on that, obviously touching on this, I wanted to talk about Twitter, especially for like there's mm. always um, some sort of thread about mastering your 20s or things to do in yeah. your 20s. Um, I feel like the threads always have similar points, such mm. as make sure you master a certain skill in your 20s, yeah. make sure you have like some sort of creative flair in your 20s. Mm-hmm. make sure you think about building a business in your 20s like it's always the no. same thing everybody um, should be entrepreneur yeah and it's it's actually quite scary because what if you feel like you don't have the i guess motivation to start a business like not everybody mm. wants like, not to start a business yeah you. like not everybody and like even no, the way businesses work as well, you don't turn a profit for a long time. So you're yeah. telling somebody to go into a risky endeavor that may or may not work. It's yeah, it's a bit scary. It is a bit scary. Um, I feel like it puts people under pressure at times. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's quite good to see um the points. I'm not gonna lie, like the friends. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to read. Like, say you may be struggling with motivation. Um, mm. it's good to it's read. Good it. to get like a nudge. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes it's just. Sometimes the threads as well, it's not um, just so many, like, like literally bare points listed. Yeah. Sometimes it's just someone saying, oh, just keep going, you're doing well. Have you seen mm-hmm. those where you click on it and it's yeah. just... there was one where it said, um, I can't remember the tweet, but it said, like, click, oh, yeah, it said click here to see a list of everybody yeah. who's blocked you. 
and I'm the super yeah, actually, I actually didn't that see was that one. And, it, and it actually leads you to a tweet that's a right tweet that says like you're doing well keep it up and yeah like that. And it's just really cute sometimes really that's adorable. what people want to see not gonna lie honestly just a little bit of motivation a little bit of a uh reminder that you're doing well so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um what else was i gonna say some the thing about some of these threads like they're very very helpful but i think some of us need to step back and look and really think does this advice apply to me yeah because even for me i've had a few um diagnoses in the past like 12 months Mm-hmm. Um, not even the recent 12 months but like in the space of 12 months I had like two or three diagnoses mm-hmm. and it was just a lot for me to process but another thing it made me realise is that I can't compare myself to other people because for example I got an ADHD diagnosis I can't be comparing myself to you people who are neurotypical because <laughs> they're going through life at their own pace yeah. they don't have the barriers that I do so there's no point in me comparing oh why haven't you done XXYZ and like yeah. sometimes I found out wasn't that I wasn't good at certain things. I just wasn't doing them in a way that was friendly for my brain. Yeah. So because I was trying to do them in a way that was neurotypical, I couldn't work to my best ability. So stuff like that, like you can't be comparing yourself to, okay, this person has a car, this person has moved out, this person has... Bro, we know on Twitter, people's parents are paying for their houses. Those it's people hold money. They're buying mm-hmm. £265,000 £265, house for them to live in. Yeah. That person has not had to save up for a mortgage. Like you can't compare yourself. Everybody has their own different, you know, um purpose. journeys. Yeah. On. Exactly. Different purpose, different journeys, different lives, you know. We just can't compare ourselves. The starting line is different mm-hmm. for a lot of us. So yeah, um, like, yeah. I would say like um I definitely comparing myself to others has been a big thing that I've tried to um stop doing. Um, yeah. and to be fair I think I am doing quite well but it's just certain mm. it's certain milestones such as people mm. getting their driver's license mm. everybody um, me is driving yeah that's something that I really really want and then obviously I'm mm. so happy for people um, that they are getting all their licenses oh, yeah. like, you know they're able to drive but then at the same time I'm just thinking I need to buckle down and get that license you know because like the thing about getting a license and getting a job is that it kind of gives you that distinction in your household. Like, yes. your family can know this is somebody who is really trying to be an adult, who's really trying to make it on their own. Yeah. So, you know, it's really good. Even, like, I was making plans with my friend recently. So my my friend, my close friend Zoe, was saying how she made plans with her friend to sit down and discuss everything for the next six months. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I did the same thing with one of my other friends. And when you sit down and realise, okay, I can actually do this, this, this and this and make manageable goals. Mm. Everything is achievable. But it's even getting to that point where you can sit down and be like, okay, let me do this. Like, that's part of adulting, just taking charge yeah. of your and, you know. And it's so true. Yeah. I'm going to set myself on the task to do this. Um, One good thing I did see about those threads, though, is that there's some really good advice, like learn how to be comfortable by yourself. Mm. Because one thing that, like, a lot of my close friends will tell you ever since the beginning of uni, one thing I struggled with was, like, relationships and the fear of being alone and mm. all of that kind of stuff. Like, I was focused on, I must be cuffed, I must be cuffed, I must be cuffed. Like, it was... <laughs> It was like if I don't have a man, if I don't have somebody, I'm going to cry. Like the way I was, yeah, I remember. My friends <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Leora now, the Leora then was very different. I was very much relationship oriented and focused on that. And after 
my first relationship, I say first because it's been the only one, but after that, like, I took a step back and I was like, this is a lot of hard work. I, mm. Do you really, really want this thing that you're seeing? Because I was seeing the social media, somebody's getting LV bags, somebody's getting yeah, 1,000 roses, the somebody's TikTok getting trends. Uh-huh. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, look at my age. Like, yeah. some of the people in my bracket are not even at that earning yet that you're saying you want all of that stuff. So I just have so to true. put things into perspective and also realise that, like, once I started enjoying my own company, mm. I wasn't craving someone else so bad because I'm like, if you are coming into my life, you also have to bring me, you have to somehow bring me more peace. Yeah, add value myself. to your life, yeah. Yes, exactly. If they're not adding value, don't, you know, and also recognising whether you're in the stage, mm-hmm. like state and state of, stage, sorry, stage of life and state of mind to be in a relationship. Like, if you know that you're emotionally unavailable, mm-hmm. really... Me personally, I would just say what business do I have on dating apps and stuff like that because I don't have anything to give anyone. Obviously, there are different reasons people use dating apps. I'm not saying you can't use them. Mm -hmm. But just evaluating yourself and being like, am I at a point where I can actually help this person? Can I add value to someone else? Or do I still have work to do on myself? And the work is never done, we'll be honest. No one's perfect. Yeah, it is never. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's so Um, true. You definitely have mm -hmm. to... Um, feel comfortable within yourself mm-hmm. because if not, I feel because like it's dangerous, you know, to very crave that all the time or rely on people all the time. Exactly, because if you don't know how to be alone, it's just like you as an individual. What can you build in yourself? You don't want to get into a relationship and then your whole life revolves around it. I think that's something I'm very scared of. I'm very mm. scared of being too dependent on somebody. Like I don't want to lose myself in a relationship. I don't want people to think, oh. She's married, so she's just a wife. Mm. Like, I want to still be Leora, who is talented in this, 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 and this, and also happens to be married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You You still have your own life. Exactly. You don't want your identities to get swallowed up in a relationship. How much Mm -hmm. more marriage? That's just... That's really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, What was I going to say? I remember I mentioned a point earlier about thinking that relationships were all about the gifts and everything. Um... And I realize another pressure that we have is to have money. Oh, live lavish. Listen, uh, live lavish, rise and The Balenciagas. <laughs> everything, every single brand name, Rick Owens, this one, that one. Like, even in our regular media consumption, I will say as someone on Twitter, I see way more high fashion designer content. It's yeah, I think Twitter is probably the, the worst. Team. I can't lie. Twitter's, exactly. Even Pin, not saying that Pinterest doesn't push it, but. Twitter is very up there. Like, there are accounts dedicated just to designer fashion now. There are so many of them mm-hmm. out there. And there's just such a pressure to have money and to make money. And I just have to look and be at our ages. Like Chantal said, we're just, some of us are just fresh out of uni. Like, we're just learning how to do life. Yeah, so exactly. Really, like, you know, those so- those pressures are on social media, but we should not take them to our own lives even me i have to be conscious because <laughs> i did this test recently and it told you like your biggest love languages and yeah. i got like a hundred percent on money and a hundred percent on gifts oh my gosh you're so nigerian like i said i obviously i like money but the bible also says the love of money is the root of all evil mm. so i don't want it to sure. become a thing where <clears throat> when my focus is only on that and not on um god you know yeah um 
And another thing I just want to touch on, I can't speak on this too much because I'm not um, a man, mm-hmm. but what a lot of my male friends have said to me is that they feel a pressure to be a provider at such a young age. Mm. Like they feel like if they haven't got the car, if they haven't got this, if they haven't got that, um, you know, they feel like they're not setting themselves up to be a provider, especially the way a lot of women speak about, I want him to pay the bills. I want him to, you know, yeah. we expect men to be providers, but very largely in a financial sense more mm-hmm. than anything else. So I think it's just trying to reevaluate, like, what does God say about my life? What does God want me to be doing? Because um there's a verse which I just remember it's Hebrews 13 5 that says um keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have for mm. he has said I will never leave you or forsake you and that's to say that like while yes you want to be a provider God also said he'll provide for you yeah so it takes I feel like really like living in that verse and walking in its truth will kind of help you feel like some of the pressure to be a provider is alleviated yeah yeah just know that no matter what happens god is there and just because yeah exactly and just because um you as a man can't necessarily always provide financially Mm -hmm. it does not mean that you are a failure as a person it's like life throws these things in our way that's that's even sometimes like god needs us to um God takes us through trials, even like stuff like financial trials, because he needs you to know that at the end of the day, he is there. Like, I think it's something like his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Mm -hmm. So it's not always to focus on, yeah, money, 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 money. Because at the end of the day, it comes from God. So he should be our focus and all other things. Um, I love now, though, mm -hmm. that um, it is true that men, I I can definitely understand why men would feel that Mm. pressure. Because even though it's so weird that, obviously it's 2022 now I still feel like there's a serious amount of pressure placed on men to mm. be the breadwinner to provide yeah. to always have mm. money whereas girls mm. it's it's not so much you know what I mean exactly but I do love this new um what are we about to say pandemic this new like <laughs> evolution of women wanting to be boss mm. babes have their own money not relying yeah. on a guy you know, mm-hmm. like building their own, like making their own, um, like building their own businesses. You know, yeah. earning their own yeah. money. I feel like it is a really good thing happening. Right? Yeah, definitely, definitely it makes me happy to see. It. Obviously, like there's the whole finding the balance between okay, everybody's doing girl boss, I must open eyelash business, oh, I must be a nail tech. I know, like, I know. it's <laughs> like forced, it's that forced fall. agenda. Exactly, because not everybody falls into those niches. I am not particularly skilled with my hands in that way. Yeah. Like maybe I can do art here and there, but to actually sit down and do nails, yeah. I'm too much of a perfectionist to get anything done. So yeah. like I cannot hold myself to that standard because it's not it's not for me. It's not my talent. Um oh my gosh, I forgot what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not my it's not my talent. But even in all the like pressures, we'll go into this properly um in a bit, but the pressures to be done up as a woman, that requires mm. money as well. Oh yeah, a lot of money, hair, everything. Hey, you probably don't know how much install costs. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's It's too much. It's actually too much. But I still do understand that the men are at the forefront. Yeah, um, definitely of that conversation. And even like with money, I think we also need to remember to focus on the important things. Like, are you saving up for your mortgage? Mm. Um, are you looking at your pension like what's going to go towards that because a lot of people the conversation is on 
clothes. Um, this this exactly this new thingy, this new loafers are trending. Mm-hmm. This new hairstyle, we're in Y2K, we're in preppy, we're in da, 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 da. and I see way less focus on the things that matter. So I think it's really important to like, while you don't put pressure on yourself, to definitely turn your eyes towards those like most important financial things rather than yeah. Obviously, have fun. Like we're what twenty two. Like life is for mm-hmm. enjoyment and living, but it can't be full As on. A hundred percent enjoyment and living. Honestly, there needs to be a was, balance. Yeah, I was thinking about this issue yesterday. Like, it's not that I want to be hard on myself so I don't enjoy, but like, my life cannot be enjoyment first and the things that matter go to the back. Exactly. Because then you're wondering, okay, why didn't I save up for that? Exactly. Like, even my enjoyment, I want to start budgeting it. Not that I put a cap on how much enjoyment I have, but okay, if this day out is going to cost a hundred pounds, that's travel, that's the event, that's every. Let it be. Yeah, you know, exactly. I want to be exactly. I don't want to be doing too much on it. No, for um, real, because it yeah. seriously does matter. You don't want to get to say, I don't know, twenty six. Maybe it depends to be honest, but maybe twenty six for you is when your life starts getting really serious. You want to move out. You want to mm-hmm. do things, and you look at your account and realize you haven't been saving anything. You don't have any Bro. money. Basically, you don't want to put that. I'm even telling myself this, guys. Saying, <laughs> you know, no one's saying that God won't provide, but like, let's all have open that savings account. Bro, I know people, and one of my friends that earns, she sends half her money to her mum. It doesn't go into her mum's account. Yeah. But it goes into like a savings account. So she sends half of it to her mum. So her mum puts it away in that savings. So she does not touch it. Yeah, that's really smart. And the way she's been saving, honestly, she. Hmm, yeah, it's a good idea. It's mm-hmm. a good idea to save. I think though, even like when we hear stories in the Bible about Joseph and mm-hmm. like when they had the famine in the desert, they stored yeah. away the good grain so that when it was fam- when there was a famine and yeah. there was drought, they could still eat. It's that kind of thing. Like the Bible even teaches us to save up and store up. The Bible doesn't like save because the love of money is evil. It doesn't say money of evil. It just says loving it too much. Exactly. So even, like the Bible has financial advice. Yeah. Know, that we can take. Obviously, well, to be honest, we kind of, been we've been speaking about the negative side of being in your 20s but i wanted to touch on that a bit more um for Mm. us particularly like i don't know if you've ever done this before but if you literally search 20s or being in your 20s on twitter Mm. the amount of tweets that basically say that being in your 20s um sucks is quite (laughs) overwhelming yeah (laughs) it's a bit mad you know it's mad Um, to be honest, when you think about how many of us have grown up in a pandemic, yes. like we've literally been from like age 20 to 20, 22, so yeah. 19 to 21. Literally a lot of us have started our early 20s in the pandemic. So experiences like travel have been limited. Like if you really think about that, that's things people look forward to. That's mm-hmm. why everybody is flying out now. I'm seeing everybody's going to this one, to that one, to Greece, to America, to everywhere. And it makes sense because we've had such a cap We've been trapped. Even stuff like no, honestly, like nightlife that is just a normal part of going out for everybody. It's had a it's had its own limits. So Mm -hmm. you know, I can understand why people say that. Obviously, like there are positive sides, but it's not without the negative that like we are in an economic crisis. Mm -hmm. Like we're dealing with um 
rising prices, prices of fuel higher than they've ever been before. Oh my days, uh, I know. Um, and then here I am saying I want to learn how to drive. But then I'm thinking about things like <laughs> petrol. Do you know how expensive car petrol insurance, is? Road car insurance. Tax. It's not. Mm. A, it's actually not MOT. a joke. This, as in, this is the thing. This is like why you have to do everything strategically. Because even with car, okay, let's say your parents pay for your lesson, you still have to, when you get the car, maintain it. You mm-hmm. have to have a job so you can maintain. Like exactly. everything follows after one another. It's it's really a lot. It's a um, lot. And like adulthood at this stage is difficult enough as it is. So mm-hmm. for us dealing with a pandemic, we have to give ourselves. You know, cut ourselves a bit of slack. We're having to learn how to navigate the world. This is not the same world that our parents navigated. Yeah. Or even their parents. Like, it's a completely different environment. There are certain, like, basic things that have changed. So, you know, I think it's... We have to cut ourselves some slack. Because even it's not um, as easy. Flat prices, they're insane. Bro. It is actually mm. insane. I will not be moving out of my parents' house unless I feel ready to move out. I already Bro, that. on a very serious thing, I'm even thinking, like, I don't even know if I want to do life in the UK. Mm, I'm thinking, am I going to go and buy Canada, in Canada? Yeah. Honestly, I'm thinking, <laughs> am I going to Canada? Am I going to, not the USA, because we're not going to get into the mass shootings, but, like, it doesn't, it's not even safe. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> There's a lot to think about that our parents didn't have to consider. They yeah. bought this house and they bought it. They knew they were here. Not that life didn't come without its struggles for them, but like there were certain things that they could now. have in place. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's a it's a lot of different things. Even stuff like this is not like the most. This is not the biggest thing, and this is such a plantain topic. But just to touch on it, mm. the dating pool. Everyone's oh, like, there's, 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 we in the dating pool. The dating pool is acid. This, 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 that. I'm like, for me, yeah, bro, <laughs> I've decided at this point, one thing I'm going to do is, I realise I'm not a going out girl. Like, I don't really like, well, not that I'm not a going out girl, but I don't like the traditional, oh, DLT brunch, um, this cocktails in London, cocktails and like it's not that I don't like them, but I've realized there are other things I want to do that are more niche, like connected to my niche interests. Like I want to go to comic cons, I want to go to pub quizzes, I want to go rock climbing, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've decided I will meet my partner at one of those activities. As yeah. I go into my niches, God will lead me there. Me, I'm not gonna enter in the dating pool. Every Tinder, Hinge, all of Bumble, I tried it. I said, you know, you what? tried Bumble. I'm not gonna die. Wait, Bumble, wait, wait, wait. Is Bumble the one where you shoot your shot instead of the guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, girls make a move. Listen, I said, you people want me to die in it? Because you just match with the person that you want to do. I just said, it's okay. Oh, just, it's not even that things went wrong. I just like, there was, um, sorry, I'm getting so in a, I'm going to move off this point in a second. Um, I was watching a, what's her name? a biological anthropologist she was basically mm. she basically like speaks about um human relations and she was saying the human brain is not meant to deal with more than about three to nine options in terms of people mm. so she said once you've started talking to about three or nine people on that app try and build one of those connections deeper if it doesn't work you go again yeah but it's like we're being trained to do things that our brains are not even used to wired for yeah. exactly so i'm just like it's okay it's yeah. it's quite artificial if you think about it yeah. and i feel like yeah. to be honest though i do feel like because we've been in a pandemic for a while a lot of people like say 
that were really serious to date, they were, they were kind of forced to use those sorts of apps yeah. because we weren't able to go yeah. out. We weren't able to mm-hmm. do things. So in that way, mm-hmm. um, they were forced. Like I have a mm-hmm. colleague, right? He um, met his girl through, um, I think, Tinder? Mm-hmm. I know. Can you imagine? Tinder. No, wow. Tinder. And they've been together for about oh, when did the pandemic like two years, three years now? Wow. Yeah, like it genuinely worked, but because um of the pandemic, they were doing things like more like meeting each other in their cars and going to the parks to speak and stuff like that. Like Gross. I know, like what do you think about it? It's like, oh, it's a shame it's because that's not really how it works for Yeah. No. Yeah. They could have had a lot more. Damn. I even forgot shame. where I was going with that point. Um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I it's forgot right. where I was going. But yeah, right. I've made the point. Yeah. Um, what else was I gonna say? Like, as difficult as all of this is, as much as being in your twenties sucks, um, I know a lot of people say there's no manual for life. Yeah, and I always say that in my head. There's no manual for life, but as we were making the notes for this episode, I realized we actually have the Bible, yeah. and that is something that if you tap into when you're young, like there are certain verses that will follow you throughout your life that you'll know. Okay, in times of trouble, I can call on this, even if you're not at any point reading the Bible regularly because you did when you were younger. You've got certain verses to hold on to and mm-hmm. hang on to, and I think like, um. It's very important to build your spirituality and your relationship with God from a young age. Yeah. Because it can only, like, benefit you as you get older. I think I think when we look at all of these issues, like the economic crisis and, and the pandemic and everything, like, we have to realise that God is bigger and outside of these situations. Mm-hmm. So no one's saying, like, we don't have to deal with it. Yeah, we've got the hardships to deal with, but, like, for example, we know that God is an unlimited source of money. So we know that no matter what we're going through... If we really want our own property, if we really want our own house, God just got us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's something to do to really like spend time in His Word, spend quiet time with Him, mm-hmm. and to like intentionally build that into your lifestyle. That's a really really important thing because I think a lot of us are looking at the world through worldly eyes rather than through godly eyes and realizing, okay, I can tackle this problem because God said this is this. I can tackle this problem because God said this is this. Like. Um, the verse where it says, I have plans only to prosper you, you know, yeah. plans for your future, future, to do you good, not to do you harm. Yeah. Like, he's already told us that he's got us. There are other people that have gone through this world that have struggled, so. And he's genuine, do you know what I mean? You can trust God yeah. more because yeah. you know the intentions are always genuine. Exactly. You're not just trust. It's not anybody. You don't even have to put your trust in man. Like, mm. we always say God is not a man that he would lie. Like, he's not human we don't look at him for human things because he's got us in a completely different way yeah so yeah (laughs) one thing that has really been big for me and that i've seen a really big difference in Mm. is changes um to friendships in my 20s okay recently i've got into a point where i've been like certain people if you're not meeting standards you can go and it's not even on the malicious thing i have just been so laid back in terms of mm-hmm. not nurturing my friendships i still like message i still you know try and keep up with people but my general yeah. thing has just been if there are certain things you're not meeting you need to go if we're having too many um 
issues with certain things. Like yeah. If we're, if, yeah, if, if we're clearly not seeing eye to eye. And that's not to say I don't want to take time to work on friendships. But there are certain things where I've been like, if we're not missing at this point, we just need to leave it. Because I think everybody's growing as people. We all start having different expectations of certain things. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've just like... I've just let go a lot in that regard and also learn to just not hold things against people because everybody's grown in their own way. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with everybody, but I also do know, like, I have certain standards. So I've said, like, even friends that are going through stuff, I don't need them. Obviously, if you're going through it, you don't need to be texting me 24-7. But just the one, I'm okay, or I'm all right, or something. Yeah, like, say you've messaged them. Message. You want them to reply. Do you That's know what, what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like, oh... Even um, a message like, I'm not in a capacity to talk, talk right now, but like, I've seen your message, thank you. That's enough. I, I will take that and I will go. Yeah. But that's my minimum requirements. There are certain things like, this is my requirement in a friendship. If it can't be met, let's not be mad at each other. Let's find people who can meet our expectations. Mm. So, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I feel like yeah. now I'm at, a, I'm at an age where, well, to be honest, I've always been a bit like this. Like, I don't really care about quantity I care more about quality and what yeah. we both you know bring to the relationship that we have mm-hmm. um I feel like even that way I feel like when you have less amount of people to worry about that's when you really get to know a person and mm-hmm. you really are able to see whether or not the friendship is right for you Definitely. um and you just Definitely. get to know each other on a much deeper level um and yeah. yeah as I grow I'm realizing yeah not, like not everyone is meant to kind of be your friend yes I'm learning that it's okay to have acquaintances yeah people who know me at least pre-pandemic I seem very outgoing yeah very, not that I'm less friendly but very very outgoing and it's like anybody I meet with and we mesh a little bit I'm like that's my friend yeah and I'm realizing no you have acquaintances yeah, yeah. you have friends you have close friends like yeah. there are different levels and it's okay to not be on the same like level with everybody not everybody's going to be a close friend and it's me learning that okay you can make friends you can be friendly mm-hmm. but some people are going to be acquaintances like it's not by force and it's being able to separate that and knowing also what expect mutual expectations you have as friends yeah there are going to be some friends who say like yeah i expect this 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 from you like maybe i don't know i expect us to go out once a month and somebody's like well that's not realistic for me we can go out once every two months yeah and just trying to meet on those middle, yeah. things and just be more yeah be more mature about friendships like we don't have the same timetables we used to have we don't have the same freedom you know we've exactly. got different responsibilities now it's just like letting your friendship flow in a natural way and also being aware of external factors that affect it yeah like <laughs> there's a um oh, i can't remember the exact um or two that I saw where it was basically um oh, what was it it was basically around the topic of you basically oh, how do I say this it's hard to make plans with your friends now like you need like, what like yeah. 10 business days to make Bro. plans 10 working days yeah 10 working yeah. days and it's really understandable the deeper people are either in exam season right now at uni uni is not easy uni yeah. is 
very very hard yeah or you're at a nine to you're working at a nine to five which basically means monday to friday is almost a write-off unless you have energy in the evening it's a write-off so and then the weekend you can't just automatically say yeah i'm free on the weekend because maybe you're actually not you've got plans there as well you know you already have plans exactly you may have stuff that you need to like my dad for example my dad will be like yeah i've actually got to do this work over the weekend to prepare mm-hmm. for monday mm-hmm. like well sometimes you just, just want anymore yeah well sometimes like i've noticed with myself sometimes i just want the weekend to just chill, chill on my own because that's more money that you're spending going out as well you're just like let me just yeah really sometimes you yeah. see your friends it's just the social budget is being drained especially if you're in if you're face-to-face, that's not to say your battery can't be drained if you're remote, but especially if you're face-to-face or hybrid. Yeah, that's I'm hybrid. That's talking to people throughout the week. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's actually a lot. It's, it's learning to understand. Even like, um, do you want to look at what the Bible says? The Bible says, encourage each other and build one another up. Mm-hmm. And build each other up, sorry. Just um, as in fact you are doing. Like, we're still expected to be good friends. We're still expected to... Um, encourage each other um it says in like one peter chapter four offer hospitality to enough to each other without grumbling mm-hmm. love each other deep deeply because love covers a multitude of sins like god knows that we have busy lives but he also expects us to still be good people to each other and this is not just to believers this is to non-believers as well like we still have to be focused on growing as people and being aware of our relationships with other people because it's important you're gonna have relationships with people at work and have relationships with your family like mm-hmm. you have to know how to um be a good friend as well yeah. yeah exactly there's there's so much that goes into it but like i said manual for life the bible these are just a few verses on friendship but there are there is so much there's just there obviously so stories as well there's good examples of friendship mm, in the bible that jonathan and david exactly um, you know, I, oh, I'm, this is really bad that I can't remember. Like, Ruth and Naomi. Yeah, it. Ruth I and think, Naomi. Like, there's just so many different examples of good friendships in the Bible. This is why I say the Bible is still applicable. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to take the, the like Chantel said, the morals. Take what God is trying to teach you out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the most important thing. This isn't really linked to friendship, but another point mm-hmm. that I wanted to make um obviously I'm going to speak about it from a female perspective but is the emphasis on physical appearance now and Mm. looking good um it's Mm. a lot like seriously social media I feel like is flooded with just endless amount posts about maybe BBL lipo or even just looking good period yeah there's a lot of emphasis on it and it can be quite damaging you know what I mean? Because, say for example, for me, I realized, um, I would say a year ago, I realized, oh my gosh, like I really did kind of compare my physical appearance a lot to others. Um, it was a big thing for me. Like I'd always think, oh, I looked this, I looked that. And I'll tell myself pretty negative things um but I feel like now that I've started using social media properly again TikTok especially there are so many um self-love accounts so many and I follow so many of them 
So once you follow so many of them and they all come up on your for you page, it is so mm. much easier to forget about the people, I guess, the other side of social media where you're yeah. focused on body appearance all the time. It mm-hmm. does really help because there are some things which it, it might sound silly, but I actually generally do realize there are normal <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Like even people with the flat stomachs get bloated and have like, you know, yeah. there's certain angles where you can make your stomach look, um, you know, flatter yeah. than it actually is. I generally didn't know some of these things. Like mm-hmm. when you become, um, I guess, educated and realize that everybody has these issues, it helps so much. Yeah. They really opened mm-hmm. your eyes. But yeah, I would say for us women, especially, there's a lot of pressure placed on looking good. Mm-hmm. 100%. And sometimes it's hard because obviously if you're trying to look good for yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm. do that. If you want to feel good um, for your own part, like for your own benefit, that's completely mm-hmm. fine. But I think it gets yeah. difficult when you don't know if you're doing it for yourself or to impress others. Mm. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. No, when the line gets, when the lines get blurred. Blurred, yeah. Yeah. Even just being on TikTok and seeing like plus size creators. Yeah. That has just been such a good thing for me. And like, even um, there's a health condition that I have, and I literally have found people on TikTok. There's a whole community of people um, who like have the same condition and who are giving out tips. Yeah. And just for, even Twitter communities. Let me even. Let me even start there. This is more... I'm going to try to get back into body stuff. Um, but even just finding like-minded people who have the same like music taste as you, talking together, it just makes you feel... You know, when you use social media for things that that make you feel good, it, you feel so good. feel like part of the community. Um, yeah, but even like... I've just realised, like on what Chantal said, when you look around and realise, yeah, other people are going through these issues. There are different health conditions. There's this, there's that, there's... There's just so many different things um, that you could be going through um, and that other people are going through that they don't tell you about, um, that, you know, it's easy to just look and say, okay, yeah, this is what I think is happening. But there's so many different factors to it. These people are struggling and they're not telling you about it and stuff like that. And because social media has an emphasis on only showing people the good side, you look and think this person's life is going really well. And you don't realize that's not the way like life in general has its trials. It has its tribulations. So there's so much more um, underneath the layers that you don't know about until someone comes a few months later like something I see a lot of women talking about that kind of even annoys me mm. everybody's like Doja Cat's lost weight Doja Cat's lost weight Doja Cat's lost really weight. is that on Twitter I haven't yeah. seen that a lot yeah and I'm like but are you talking from a state from a position sorry where you care about her well-being or you just want to comment on a woman's body it's like um I look at it and I'm sorry like, no I'm just I'm no it's fine it's like Adele when Adele yes. lost weight yeah. Some people like they because I she was generally was always really really beautiful, but oh, some yeah. people it just suddenly became about oh it's the weight now the weight has dropped she's now a bad bee yeah now the weight it's like it's mm. mad it's so toxic um because yeah. it's almost basically putting a message out there to say not her sorry but people commenting on oh no people. Out a message basically saying oh you can't be pretty and plus size at the same time. Yeah, which is that, not true like look at literally look at celebrities like Lizzo she's 
gorgeous. Lizzo is gorgeous. As in, gorgeous. Like, length. Yeah, exactly. she's gorgeous. Like, it's not. It's not true. As long as you feel comfortable mm. within your own skin, then yeah, own it. Like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't. You don't have to be a certain yeah. size to feel pretty. Yeah, exactly. Like people are just being like, it's okay to be fat and yeah. beautiful. The two things can be synonymous. Even the way people have put negative connotations on the word um fat, fat. and stuff, and like people are people get so ignorant about these things mm-hmm. because like for example my condition means that i have a hormone that makes me gain weight like mm-hmm. it's not even <laughs> it's not even that i'm not trying people are like go to gym go to gym do this do this do that yeah, there's yeah. so many levels especially hormonal stuff even acne the whole conversation that black sister has been going on about clean aesthetic and all of, i'm not even going to get into that one that mm-hmm. was just that was just a lot but just you know people putting all these standards and it's just like if you are looking to yourself because a lot of the people's issues were they felt they were being pressured to lean into this look but i'm like do your own thing Mm -hmm. like if your content is good people will will gravitate towards it no matter what yeah and if it's relatable i think sometimes we create these pressures that don't exist because maybe we're seeing a lot of one type of content but Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that anybody's trying to push an agenda sometimes it is sometimes it isn't but, you know, I think it's important. This is, like, why we need to be in the word. When you look to God as your standard, you're not going to be looking to the world. world. Yeah, you're, no one's saying you're not going to see the influence, but, you know, you'll be looking at godly standards. I just so. wanted to um, bring up um, Kim K. And I know, I know, <laughs> Spain, you are not the biggest fan. <laughs> bring up the Marilyn Monroe dress situation. Bro. Um... I can't remember exactly word for word what she said. I think she said she either she didn't eat for a certain amount of days or she only ate tom- tomatoes for like um, three. I don't know. I can't remember the exact um, thing that she said. Hmm. But And then so many people straight after it were like, oh, let me get the diet so that I can um, be on her level. My thing is this. Number one, whatever mm. she did was not sustainable. Like as soon as you do yeah. that, you're gonna put the weight back on. But number okay. two, it's like using Kim Kardashian, who number one has had so much surgery, um, body wise, as a pinpoint is so dangerous. It's, it's toxic. It's so because dangerous. Because a lot of these celebrities, like people, even buy into stuff like, um, oh, if you buy this product, you can look like me. These, yeah. um stars have had years of skin treatments intensive treatments expensive treatments continuous expensive ones exactly and it's like they're telling you that they can sell you the same thing in a 30 dollar bottle exactly like exactly you know you have to be realistic about these things even like um the i i really don't care i hope these men just know that what i'm saying is true because i know the beehive even beyonce what she was talking about in her um in her homecoming documentary about the diet she was on, like that's a lot. What did she that's say? Really I, I a lot. Um, she was like eating no carbs, no meat, no this, no this, no that. It was just a very, yeah. For how long? And she literally just given birth. How long ago? Did she mention? Um, how long? I don't know how many weeks she was preparing. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I haven't watched it, so I. I think I've only seen the video, and I didn't remember how long she said. But it just seemed very intense. Mm. And maybe, you know, she's been advised by a dietitian, she knows what she's doing. Maybe, but I looked at it from the outside and I was like, this is a bit much. Mm. Like, mm. 
this is a lot. It's crazy, but there are, um, even though there are people that would just look at what they say and kind of just dismiss it, there generally are people that will listen to what they say and copy it. You know what I mean? Copy and think, oh, I'm going to look like Beyonce, exactly. I'm going to look like Kim K if I continue doing this. Like, it's very scary. Like, if they are promoting something positive, such as, I don't know, getting, yeah, being fit is positive, that sort of thing, then okay. But if they're now um, promoting starvation, basically. Starving themselves. So exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a bit scary. We have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we've actually come to the end of the episode. I can't believe it. it went so quick. Um, so as usual, mm. I'm going to end with today's truth. And today's truth is from Philippians 4, um, verse 6. And it is, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Which I think is such a good verse to just keep in mind especially now in our 20s there's always something that we're anxious about for example just the other day I was talking to a friend about being anxious about my career and where I wanted to go and then we just kind of have to take a step back and deep you're out of uni you've literally got a nine to five some people haven't even got that yet like just take life easy obviously work but remember that you're so young right now and these things that you're worrying yeah. about they will all um everything will go into place eventually you know mm. even the things that we think are larger than life like i said about the economic situation if you look at it from a godly mm-hmm. perspective these things are yeah God. so like there's no way that if you're standing with his word and within and there's no way that if you're standing within his word and within his will, that these things will not exactly. work out for you. Like, God knows how life is going to go. He didn't say because we're in a current economic crisis that, or because we're life in a pandemic, over. that life yeah. will not continue. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, he's got us no matter what. It's just the staying in that word and believing in it and asking God to give you the faith because mm-hmm. it's not easy. Period. So, yeah. Thank, Thank you guys. You guys. Oh, I pray that we'll become more consistent because we know you guys. Amen. Yeah, we're gonna say we really want to do. Yeah. We've been waiting. Thanks. We'll see you next time.